this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Hello there, kind friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has offered up his pants and underwear as collateral to his bookie, and is now jacking his boner off on a webcam to cover his bet. That's Jeff Clark. It's a tough weekend for me in the PGA Championship. And... Beaming to us from Vin, the trunk of Vin Diesel's car, the bearded, body-kitted booger eater known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Brah, brah. And you know what? I don't even mind that. Um, but do you mean Vin Diesel or Dominic Toretto? Because after Fast X, Aren't they the same I, guy? Truly, I truly believe that Dominic Toretto represents the best of humanity. He's all about family. So, I know we have to get into this later. You did a deep dive of rewatching every Fast and the Furious movie and then going to the theater to see Fast X. Did you keep a document so you could chart the amount of times Vin Diesel mentions family? Okay. No, I didn't. But I will say that the jokes about it are a little unfounded because the it's it's the mandala effect is that the right word like mandala mandala nelson mandela yeah no it no is, the it one is based where, on nelson mandela though so it's the mandela effect like the berenstein bears versus the bear stain the berenstein yeah it was something where like a huge portion of the population believed that nelson mandela had died when he was still alive. So that's why they call it the Mandela effect. Yes. Um, because even I, having seen all the movies, thought it was something that was said constantly throughout all of them. Uh, but the most it was said was in part six when they find out, when they. Uh, go after Owen Shaw and find out Letty's still alive. I believe they said it seven times in that movie. But it goes off the rails in nine. Nine, it's said constantly. So it's like a Mandela effect that I just had to, had the thought process that it was through all of them, but it was not. It starts in nine, and uh, they don't let up in X, and they even add uh, some variation of the phrase I have faith, which is said almost as much as family. Oh, so they can work like the hey, they're also a little religious, wink wink, <clears throat> for you know, people that matters too. Well, okay, so you remember in Fast Nine there's the scene where I just remember Ramsey, them going to space. <laughs> uh there's a scene where they're like kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit and Tyrese's character is like how do we not ever get hurt? How does none of us ever yeah. die? Yeah, I remember that. And they're like making those jokes about being invincible. Yeah. So 
they use it in that way, kind of like they're about to do something fucking insane, and somebody goes, I have faith this will work, or something like that. Like, it's fucking... Like, I, how far... Do you want to just lead off with it? Because I've well, got so much to say. I've got so much I to say. I can tell, but we don't want to fucking turn off, uh, you know, the whiners in the first three minutes of the show. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right, I'll put it back in the bag. I'll put it back in the bag. But, you know, we do have a lot I to mean, to cover. It's busy. I was busy busy show today. Um I am now current on succession. Who wants to touch I my grumble? Um Jeff, you're back on Twitter? Yeah. I've broken out of Twitter jail. Did it's momentous. I cried. Yeah, it was play the applause. Play the applause. That, and I think life achievement. I think that is definitely a life achievement. Undoing a perma ban. Shuddy, you were producing the fuck out of the show today. Yeah, what did you have? Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to, Jeff. Somebody has to. I think somebody just drank like seventeen cold brews. Good luck finishing any sentences today. I actually didn't. Um, No. I had one cup of coffee this morning. I'm drinking some some tea now. And I'll bet you'll smoke some pot to mellow out eventually. I have not done a significant amount of that today, so that's probably yeah. Maybe you could bounce out with like a a little heroin. You ever gonna play the fucking bite? I don't know where the, the fucking button. is. Jesus Christ! The achievement. I don't fucking. Sitting yeah. here with our thumbs in our asses. Well, now that we have like 17 million pages in all these different drops, it's, it's tough to keep track of them, especially because this it's a really good soundboard app, except for the fact that you can't arrange things how you want them, which is a huge bummer. But hey, best option we got. So were th- was there any sort of like, uh, did somebody have to make contact with the Twitter world to be like, hey, um, you know, it's a conservative outlet and, uh, you know, you're not supposed to ban those. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Someone from Fox news had a touch base with Twitter. It reminds me of that time that I got out of uh, a pretty bad, uh, not pretty bad, but like, uh, I got charged with property damage and fleeing the scene of an accident. Like three months before I moved to California. Oh shit. Uh, actually probably six months before I moved to California. I know I told the story probably 10 years ago, but, um, I'll tell it again, maybe in a minute. Um, I'm familiar with charges like that as well as that was something that I've gotten hit with. So oh, geez. And you know how brutal they can be. Um, but no, I just, the, uh, my, the, the person who hired me connected with someone on Fox News's social media team or one of the like main producers in the social media team asked them to help me. And she just asked me to fill out an appeal, send her the case ID number. And then 20 minutes later, my ban was lifted. It was fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of how I figured it played out. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Um, seriously, it took her like maybe 20 or 30 minutes. And it's probably one of the easier things of her day, too. But so I got denied 14 appeals at one point. Yeah, 15 times the charm. Are you going to celebrate yeah. by drinking a little piss coffee? 
Oh no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I still have to consider that. I mean, I've thought about it and I hate it, but at again, the end of the day, just, you're just gotta, consuming something. It's not that bad. That's it's your own brand. Can't get too bummed about that. You made it. I, I guess. Yeah. Those are the pros. The cons are it's piss. And <laughs> I really like my coffee maker. I have an expensive one. I got a ninja, dude. Yeah, we'll get like um, you know, a twenty dollar fucking target one. We'll use the Patreon funds and then you just throw it right out. I uh, I have one that brews hot and iced. Jesus Christ. Coffee? Some fancy yep. motherfuckers. Target, fifty five dollars. It's a Mr. Coffee. It's fucking amazing. I have a boner. Kind of want that. It's a game changer. Yeah, it comes with a tumbler that you just fill with ice and then you put it in and it's legit. But I didn't mean to derail things. Back to you peeing in your coffee. Uh, Technically, I'd only be peeing in the Mr. Coffee, not my (laughs) actual coffee, but I'll have to be drinking piss brewed coffee. I don't know, man. I don't want to do that. That bums me out. It'll burn. It. It'll burn the germs out. You know, sterilize it. I don't know. I don't know. I I can't co-sign false science like that. That urine has disinfecting properties. No, I said like the the heat boiling oh, the the liquid out of the urine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, it'll actually just. It'll just make the water evaporate and then keep all the harmful stuff. Yeah, they're trying to kill Jeff. Yeah, when you after you brew the coffee, when you look down into the little water chamber, there'll just be like a little bit of sand. And that's why can't you just be normal? That's your piss crystals. Why can't you be fucking normal? What the fuck is normal done for anybody? Trying to think of a punishment, and now, now we're on me drinking piss. I thought we had settled on the, the making himself vomit thing. Making yeah, himself that's way better vomit? Than me drinking my own piss. Eating bananas and chugging Sprite. Right? Isn't that what we... See, I feel like that is... is, is if, if I were the one... Like, if these were the two punishments presented to me, I would make I would drink piss coffee. So then why are you trying to talk him out of the one you wouldn't want to do if he wants to do it? Because I think it'll be funnier if Jeff drinks piss coffee. (laughs) Honestly, they said a couple people went to the hospital doing that thing. No one's gone to the hospital for piss coffee. Yeah, people don't drink piss coffee. That's why, Kevin. There's no examples of that. (laughs) I drank piss. I've drank my own piss twice. Didn't do anything to me. Made my breath, yeah, and not breath everybody bad. that did the banana and Sprite went to the hospital. I'm sure you're an outlier of somebody that has not gotten sick. Oh, come on. We who's, looked it up a couple weeks ago, and it said that it's not good for you. Who's drank their own piss and gone to the hospital because of it? I mean, who's who's chugged Sprite after eating bananas and went to the hospital? It's not like you okay. know anyone who this, did that. This kid that made a YouTube right. video about it. Who has chugged piss... When they've had no, nothing else wrong with them other than you. Like, if most people are drinking their urine, they're de- in a dehydration situation, so... Well, there was that boxer know. who was who would always drink... He, he, like, he would, like, piss in his own mouth every morning. 
Because he said he didn't want to waste vitamins. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's right about that. There was a boxer who drank his own piss. Forget who it was though. I think he fought fought Mayweather. I think it was um, didn't win. Good old piss cojones. I think that was his name. <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest Mexican welterweights ever. Piss cojones. <laughs> we got to get Dom to make that for uh, MSPH wrestling. Oh, that's a great MSPH wrestling character. <laughs> Have him fight the eleven trillion dollar man. He's he's got boxing gloves on. Loser, loser drinks the winner's piss. <laughs> loser drinks the winner's piss coffee. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of Dom, I got I, I know I've brought this up to you guys a couple of times, but just in case anybody in the Puminati missed out on it, Shuddy and Dom did a movie called Pocket Ninjas for what the fuck did I just watch? And Shuddy recorded the, uh, like just a snippet of it and put it on our the MSPH Instagram. And I have not stopped thinking about it since. That is so fucking funny. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's like, it's trying to be a Jackie Chan-esque scene, but it's like a little kid taunting a grown-up who dives at him, but he, he goes underneath the table and pops up on the other side, and the adult is like, what? Teleportation? And it just happens back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you have to see, it's the funny, the music is so fucking funny. The end of the clip is so fucking funny. And all I can picture is Dom like sitting on his couch watching it, just clapping, being like, yay. As like this fucking stupid little kid just keeps rolling underneath the table and tricking a bad guy to jump over it. As I said in that post, that movie, Dom has that film scored higher than if you add the com- his combined scores for the matrix goodfellas and fight club fight club yeah yeah and he even lowered his score on it after this second viewing and it's oh, still he? higher it's still higher than the three of them combined. Oh, I got to see. It went from four dicks to three and a half dicks. <laughs> Did he actually say something like, I remember this movie being a lot better? No. Or did you he just didn't... see the, the change of score? No, no. We, we discussed it. He's like, it's not as good as I remember, but it's still very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as I remember. Yeah, God. If, you're, if you need just like a little pick-me-up for the day, Look at look at that post on our Instagram. It'll instantly make you happy. God damn it. Um Tom is a great man. He is. Yeah. Great American right there. Great Pennsylvanian. So I went to Trader Joe's for the first time ever this weekend. He posted that on his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you got like a huge haul of like all the stuff we've mentioned in the past. Dude, they have a new appetizer there. I get their like frozen apps. That's where I had the buffalo pastry thing that just melted I'd my ask mouth Kevin, one time. I'd ask Kevin to hit that button, but he'll never find it. Ow! 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 Parmesan <laughs> poof. <laughs> um, but they have a new app. Um, oh, Beer, I almost called them cheese turds, but cheese curds. <laughs> and 
<laughs> they also have mozzarella sticks and ravioli, both all three of which are bomb. But the 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 cheese curds are new and they're fucking legendary. Oh, I ate some deep fried cheese turds and some <laughs> parmesan. I almost poop. said it. I, I had to like stop and think. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yeah, I, almost, I almost started playing the long the long clip of the. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Oh my goodness, man! The fucking movie thing is—I will say this—it's a little difficult. It's your uh, movie thing. Yeah, my movie thing is uh, filling me with a heaping Costco-sized serving of anxiety and panic and dread. So the for anybody that's been keeping track. At home, I w- was trying to partner up with a production company who were like, yeah, we'll get you the agreement next week. And three months of next week, next week, next week finally came. You know, I bounced the the agreement to an entertainment lawyer. They were like, there's a lot of stuff missing. This needs a lot of work. So they drew up some stuff. I sent it back and, you know. I don't. I didn't go to law school. I don't fucking speak lawyer. So somebody handed me a pamphlet of hieroglyphics, sent it to a guy. He sent back a different packet of hieroglyphics, and apparently that caused like a huge shitstorm, and just every back and forth just went further and further away. I Did you ever talk to your lawyer and ask him what he put could have put in it that set them off so badly? I know some stuff. It was it was like he put some in some stuff about me having more ownership and stuff. And like I have no idea what happened, but stuff immediately got super heated and contentious and something didn't smell right to me. So I was just like, you know, what? I think it's best for everybody if we just go our own way. Yeah, can I kind of give you my opinion before you tell any more of the story? I don't know how much more you're going to add. It's just based on everything you said, it felt like the lawyer sniffed out some bullshit and then they got really mad because of it. It could like maybe very, very well be a little aggressive, but I think at the end of the day, he was looking out for your best interest and they were absolutely not. Did you tell them you were getting a lawyer? Yeah. Okay, I, I just I, no, 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 I, I know, I know, and like because Jeff's point takes makes a lot of sense. Like maybe that they sent you this contract that highly favored them, thinking you were a a fucking bumpkin who was just gonna sign it because you wanted to, you were desperate to have your first movie made. Yeah, and then as soon as you got a lawyer involved, they're like, nope, we're not gonna get anything we want. So let's... and there there were some concessions I made that I knew were not in my best interest, but I was like. All right, I kind of expected to take a little bit of an anal thrashing. It's my my first go around at this. I don't have any reps. So I know I'm not going to get, I have no leverage. I'm not going to get the best deal possible. But it just got to a point where I was just like, I can't. In good faith, I can't. I can't do this. And there was a part of me that was suspicious that like maybe it did drag out this long on purpose. So I would feel backed into a corner and rushed. That's and just, it was definitely, I think, part of it. They were definitely playing games. So yeah, that that has all fallen apart, and now it's basically the ball is in my court to 
sort of do this by just making position by position hires and building a team. And, you know, with the, the writer's strike is prepared to, they're thinking that's going to go on for a very long time and SAG is voting to join them. And this is going to be a SAG project. So if SAG strikes, I'm fucked. Um, well, if we are start, you going to like hold off until this is figured out? Well, I'm getting the plan is to get all the ducks in a row, get everything ready to go, and see if we can wait until the last minute to sort of finalize certain things. But um, you know, if if news comes out tomorrow that SAG has voted to strike, the strike will go into effect. I don't know if it'll be June 1st, July 1st, August 1st. If it's August 1st, we'll be done. You know, it'll we'll, it'll be shot by then and it'll be fine. If it's July 1st, going to have to postpone. And it's just I feel like making a, a, an indie movie yourself first time is stressful and fucking crazy. But adding the looming threat of strikes is adding so much more. I like I feel like I'm walking a fucking tightrope and beneath me is a pit of alligators. And those alligators all have boners for some reason. And it's just like I don't know, I've I've, I've never needed my dad more in my life. And he's gone and it fucking kills me and it's just been so hard. Like all that stuff weighing on me has been so fucking hard. Like in an alternate universe, I could be making this you know, with my dad, and instead, you know, I'm dedicating it to him. So it's it's you know, I don't I don't I never went to business school, so I'm just trying to follow my gut on everything, and you know, I'm I'm filling out all this paperwork. I have no idea how to do. I had to go start a bank account this morning and link it to to my LLC, and just all it, it's it's fucking crazy because. Paperwork is called different shit in different states. So when you're Googling what you need to form a bank account, what, you know, certain people need to sign off on permits and paperwork based on what you have, it's all called something different. It's it's a fucking nightmare, man. It's a nightmare. And I've had so much anxiety that I'm in, like, physical pain. And I, I have these stabbing pains in my stomach that I can't get, get to go away. They're, they're with me 24-7. I had, like, the oh, gnarliest dude. panic attack of my life. Last weekend, I had a migraine so bad I was laid up in bed for five hours. It was a, the day when we did the the finale of Queef or No Queef, the season finale. Like I could I could barely see straight. There was like my whole field of vision was just covered in fucking blinky lines. But it's on the you know the positive front. You know the the people that have been able to that. people that have been able to put together think that we're still on course to start when we wanted to start shooting. Uh, the three of the four leads have been cast, including John Cooper, who is fucking stellar. It's in- it's insane. I never thought we would find somebody so close to what I had in my head, but dude's a f- fucking G. Um, and it's at this point, it's just there's a million things that could go wrong that would torpedo this, but if they all go right, I'm feeling good. Is it better for you to kind of be self-producing it now with, for the, if the strike 
causes delays than if you were with a production company? No, because in order to start shooting, I have to buy an insurance packet to cover the project. And if the strike happens while we're shooting, it will likely expire by the time we regroup and finish shooting. And I'll have to buy an additional insurance packet, which is going to cost a fortune, which is kind of why we're waiting to see how SAG votes. Because if they do, it's just like, fuck, all right, we'll get, you know, we'll lock in these locations, we'll lock in the actors and be like, look, once the strike is over, we'll, we'll just fucking immediately come firing out of the gate and make this. But, you know, I mean, I lost three months jerking myself off with sandpaper over some fucking contract that never went anywhere. So that's a huge bummer. But if you wouldn't have done that, do you, you know, do you think you'd have been making the movie already? Yeah. Do you think you would have had the... I thought you met people along the way that really are are part of the project now and are kind of helping you out. There are. There are some people that weren't, you know, related that didn't work for that, you know, production company. So they've been helping me. You know, people have so many fucking connections when you work in, in film and stuff. So they're, they're just like, yeah, I know I know a producer. I passed the script on to him, you know, a couple months ago. Loved it. Immediately ready to jump on. So a lot of, a lot of situations like that. But, I mean, it's all... The, the crew is coming together really, really quickly. There's only like a few missing pieces there. Got Only have to get one more lead cast and, you know, a handful of the small roles. And then locking in the locations. And then it's just... You know, the only things that could really trip things up are the strike and administrative bullshit, you know, depending on the processing times of all these things, you know. It's uh, pretty fucking stressful, but exciting at the same time. So I know I haven't given a ton of specific updates. That's where things lie. Uh, uh, Shuddy, Shuddy. I was curious about something yes. you sent us this weekend. You managed to run out of gas for the first time in your life? Today. Not this weekend. Today? Today. Today this morning. How? How? What? How did you do that? Have either of you ever run out of gas? I have, but I don't really count it because it was in my father's car and the gas gauge is broken. Same so, thing. Like, you had to like pay attention right. to the odometer yep. and then he didn't like that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't, do, that doesn't count that doesn't count yeah my yeah, my first car enough. was a maintenance vehicle that was like riding away in a job site my second vehicle was my great grandma's car when they forced her to stop driving and my great grandma's car had an all digital from the 80s dashboard and the mm-hmm. gas the gas gauge was perpetually full so i ran out of I ran out of gas on Route 206 in Jersey one time at like 3 in the morning. And that was very fun. Also doesn't really count. Uh, so that's so you guys have shit your pants and I haven't and I'm the only one that's legitimately let himself run out of gas. I think you shit your pants. I think I would prefer to shit my or to run out of gas and shit my pants. Oh, I, really? well, I'm fine being on that island by myself. Oh, also, okay. still not having shit my pants. I think I would uh, rather shit myself oh. 
five times than run out of gas once. So I was low on gas when I in in the work van. This wasn't even in my car. This was in uh, b- the big acai van that I have. It's not a big van. I, I was saying big acai as the name. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, uh, the conglomerate. Gotcha. Yeah, it's their van that I was driving, but had to go down to the city for the two new stores that were opening and got back into town on fumes, stopped at the gas station to get gas and had forgot my wallet at home. So I couldn't. Oh no. So I drove home, but I, I, I drove the last couple miles home. No problem. Haven't driven, didn't drive the van all weekend. Uh, then was running late this morning and had to get to the warehouse so the guys I could show the guys what they needed to deliver to one of the new stores. And I was like, I'll just get gas after I'm done at the warehouse. And uh when I you went to leave chicken. it wouldn't start. Uh and then it did kind of start, and then it sputtered and died. Uh, and the gas situation at the warehouse, I ended up covered in gasoline. Nice. Uh, and then ended up even having to come home. I had to borrow a car. I had to borrow Sharon's car and come home, get our gas can and funnel, go back. I showered as soon as I got home, like I had to cancel appointments that I had for other things today because this had taken up all my morning. Uh, and I still stink like gasoline because the gas tank can at the warehouse just leaked all over the place as I was trying to pour it into the van. I hear getting um, sprayed by a skunk covers up the smell of gasoline. Well, I'm not going to do that. What about, Maybe try drinking some piss coffee. Kevin, you're a bad friend. You're a bad human. You're a bad friend. Look, I'm coming. I'm, I'm here throwing out solutions. What are you doing, Jeff? You're just you're, you're just, not throwing you're not throwing out, out solutions. Ever, you know? How do you know? Drinking. You didn't try either of them. Take take the record permission back from him, Shuddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. Sit there and listen to his. Just, still making blues and then he shits on you about about running out of gas. I've been there before, shut I've ran out of gas. I mean, not in the same way you did, but still I know the feeling. Was the where does the warehouse kind of look like the warehouse in the office? That's what I was picturing. Like Patrice O'Neill hooked you up with a gas can. No. I mean sort of. I don't know that the that the warehouse crew that we have is really that analogous to the warehouse crew from the office, but fair enough. I'd say Willie is probably the our version of the Craig Robinson character for sure. Okay. Shout out to Willie. Yeah. Well, Shuddy, I hope you're not um, 
all the nicotine you're going to ingest for the rest of the day will be either in vape or chew form. I don't want to see you combust. No. I mean, like, I just, I, it's like in my skin. Like, I can smell it on my hands. You hand. like the like, smell of gas? It, in small bursts, it doesn't, I kind, I kind of do. Like, when you're at the gas station and you get a whiff of it, yeah. that's kind of pleasant. But smelling like it since pleasant. 10 o'clock this morning is is not is not pleasant one of the things that they said to me today was that i smelled like a new jersey gas station attendant low blow but but fair and accurate probably (laughs) nothing against them they do the lord's work uh i can't believe they haven't flipped that yet you know i think this is completely just out of an out of my ass explanation, but I think it has to do with how high insurance rates are in New Jersey and the additional insurance that a place would have to carry to let random idiots pump their own gas is probably cost prohibitive. I mean, just the in fact the that mind. all the nincompoops in California are trusted to pump their own gas. It's like I think Jersey can handle it. I spent twenty years. Think, there. I There's think some it's probably. But- Less expensive to pay somebody to man the pumps for hours than it is to pay for insurance. Again, completely, I have no, this is just me pulling shit out of thin air, just knowing how expensive insurance is in New Jersey. That's, there is nothing that I have to support this theory other than uh, just my own thought process. So nobody try and hold my feet to the fire. I don't know that it's factual. Nobody shutting me, please. Yep, I no hate fucking that. kangaroo court is necessary. <laughs> All right. Well, what? I, would... uh, Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. I was say my teacher said that in high school. My teacher said that the reason that New Jersey gas pump law exists is because some idiot drove off with the gas thing in their uh, in their tank still, and like it caused like an explosion. The whole gas station blew up. Actually, I don't even believe that, but it could have. Well, that I mean, that could have happened. Trying to shit on New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, they, they've now designed those happen. those pumps with like a little linchpin disconnect thing. So if that does happen, it'll it'll separate somewhere that won't blow up the whole fucking gas station. New Jersey's the only state with this this practice, right? This law. No, there's there's like no. one or two others, I think. Uh, hold on. Let's see. That's not a lot. I know it's it's quite silly. I don't fucking get it. Well, while Shuddy's looking that up, what would you guys prefer to do next? New Jersey is the only state in the U.S. that doesn't allow customers (laughs) to pump their own gas. Really? Because I I could have sworn there was another one kind of nearby Jersey, like maybe Uh, Delaware or Maryland or something. Did they? They Delaware, I think, recently switched. One of the uh, there's one that recently switched, and it caused a fucking. It was like fucking the idiots all had such a hard time. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm afraid uh, okay. to start so talking. Oregon again. is the only other state besides New Jersey with a full service law. However, Oregon's laws are far less strict 
and allow certain parts of the state to have self-service gas stations. Hmm. So Oregon is both. Oregon goes both ways. <laughs> we all knew that. <laughs> so what would you guys Frankly, rather do next? Would you rather talk movies or do a little bit gamey thing? I don't even think I have a movie to review. So if you want to just... I mean, I, I know you two want to bang out your movies. I know Shuddy's. We can do the gamey thing. Bursting at the bits. I am. I am. All right. You want to just talk about I your? I uh, do have a movie, but I can't. Remember. Your Vin Diesel family shit. Yeah. Family. Uh, wow, what a ride Fast X was. Let me tell you. Let me. Uh, and I don't. I didn't mean to come in so punny, but wow, it. Listen. Firing on all not, cylinders. I am not going to even sit here and attempt to tell you that it was a great movie uh, because it was pretty corny. Like everything that wasn't a big action scene was just some sort of anecdotal uh, narration kind of that just got you to the next action scene. But the action scenes were top notch and Jason Momoa Jason Momoa gives the performance of his career the performance of his career you could tell from the jump that he was just having fun because he went from playing the uh really serious really uh awful bad guy to being a gender fluid person uh, he was androgynous in the movie. He was androgynous in the movie, absolutely. But he's got a big it, ass beard. Well, that, that's not he, gender specific, Kevin. Jesus Christ, you fucking bigot! When are you going for our kick? I'm fucking like asking he questions was, here, you nincompoop. He was handsy with ladies, but he was also, for lack of a better word, flamboyant at times. He gave flashy dresser. Did he give uh, uh, Vin Diesel a cup check one too many times? Yeah. Uh, did he play grab ass? He's like, with- hey, you already checked if I was wearing a cup 30 seconds ago. We're free. Uh, it just, it, it just it was the only word that can accurately describe Fast X. And for me, it was a great thing. Maybe for the general populace, it won't be. But the oh, if I had to sum up a review of Fast X in one word, the word would be zany. Boner. Oh, zany. Zany. This movie was fucking wacky as fuck. Okay. From the opening scene where the nine-year-old kid is drifting between light poles at Dr. Stadium. Yeah, that sounds pretty zany. Would weird. you, Shuddy Boy... <laughs> Because I know you also said you you rewatched all of the Fast and Furious movies in order from the beginning. Would you describe yes. any of the previous ones as zany? No, because interesting. So I I think in the scheme of things, after watching all of them from one through nine, not counting Hobbs and Shaw, in two weeks, I think I would put Tokyo Drift. And fat and F nine as the two weakest in the in wow. the saga. Okay. Um, 
But I think Fast X wedges between those two because they took Jacob Toretto, who was a real badass bad guy in the first one, and made him basically Peacemaker in Fast X. Hmm. Okay. John Cena's John Cena and Jason Momoa are more of the comic relief than Tyrese is. And that is saying something. (laughs) Yeah. That guy throws out knee slappers in the fast world. So like they just, uh, John Cena is just one big walking, like one. It's basically his, they just wrote the peacemaker character into fast X. Uh, but the action sequences were delightful uh, and wacky and yeah, I always so wrote... out of the realm of possibility that it's uh, it's amazing. I always wrote the Fast series off as just like mindless street racing, stupid bullshit until I, against my will, watched one of them. I can't remember if it was like five or six, but I watched one of them and I was like, okay, this is as stupid as as I thought it would be. But I am having fun at this just preposterous, over-the-top, ridiculous action. Like, it's so fucking stupid, but it's still like... I don't know, I feel like I was Dom watching that scene in um, in Pocket Ninjas. I'm sitting on the couch going like, Yay! <laughs> Yay! That's exactly... It, that is exactly it. These are 100% popcorn <laughs> movies. You're not going... For some, you know, a Scorsese or anything like that, you're not going to get something that's going to have any legitimate Oscar chances at anything except maybe sound editing or effects. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. I I think I'd put this at I, I'd give it's three and a half dicks. All right, that's uh, fair. It ends on multiple cliffhangers. I have heard that. I've heard that rumor. Um, I hear there might be a post-credit scene cameo. There is, which is the second cliffhanger it ends on. Um, Jason Statham has a little cameo in it. Helen Mirren kills it, as always, with her little cameo as Mama Shaw. Mama Shaw. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's mom is she? She's uh, Jason Statham, Statham, and right. Owen Shaw's mom. I forgot. Um, is Jason Statham still in the movies? Statham. Yeah, I just said he had a ca- small cameo. Okay, sorry. Um, Brian is missing throughout all of it, and they mention him, but nobody once says why he's not around. I did hear that as well, Shuddy. After having such a fast and furious week, couple of weeks, I guess. Do you yeah, think two weeks? Do you think Dominic Toretto would be ashamed of you for running out of gas? Uh yeah. Oh, he would. I let him down. As, as he says, it's not the car that makes the driver; it's the driver that makes the car. And I was not at my best today. <laughs> and as I said in the Easter egg, I'm after seeing Fast X. Dominic Toretto is an amalgamation of all the best of humanity compiled into one person. Okay. All right. 
I bet you Dominic Toretto would have voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> As somebody who's half Mexican, I, I don't believe that that is the case. I never, I never knew you were half Mexican. No, no, not me. <laughs> oh, all right. Dominic Toretto uh, is half Mexican, which they sort of allude to in uh, F9 and lean fully into at the beginning of Fast X. Yeah, I feel like in the, wearing, in the... He's wearing a sombrero. <laughs> yeah, in the first... All of a sudden... Uh, I feel like in the first installment, he was like just full-blown Italian. Yeah, And exactly. in this one, he comes out in like a poncho and sombrero shaking maracas. And they're like, yeah. hey, uh, you seem a little different than, um, you know, last year. Dom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in touch there's, full on, there's full on his, his, at the opening barbecue, their abuela is there. Mm. And so it's just, uh, it just, it takes you through all the emotions. Uh, it's just. You know, are you excited I to give this a, say, though, a rewatch in the future? Yeah, yeah, because like I said, it was it was wild. The movie was just fucking wild, and better than better than nine. You said right, or not? No, I nine? think it's worse than nine. I think nine is better. And you are on the record as of like five minutes ago saying nine is very stupid. I didn't say that it was very stupid. I said it was the weakest, other than Tokyo Drift. Don't. Don't fucking twist my words into saying. I think I remember I you saying it was a flaming, stupid piece of shit. No, no, that was Pocket Ninjas. Oh, you're confusing them. My mistake. You're my confusing mistake. them. You're confusing them. Um, uh, three and a half dicks. But I recommend everybody stop what they're doing right now. Hit pause. Go see it, and and then come back and finish us. Yeah, stop everything you're doing to go watch a middle of the road three and a half dicker movie. And just have fun. Just let yourself detach from reality for a little while and just look have at what faith. could be. Look at what could be. Yeah. Have faith that you'll have a good time. Have faith uh, and go with your family. Go with your family and have some faith. Yeah. But, I mean, just the precision driving of Dominic Toretto is something to be admired. Uh, through every every step of the I mean the it's movie. all fucking CG at this point, right? Uh, yeah, I think No, I think I, it Oh, okay. Yeah, F you Jeff with your contrarian. Yeah. Always got to come in. I get it off before Shuddy said uh yeah, it is. I mean, it, it it's a combination CG and practical. Like I really don't think they were uh speeding down the streets of Rome chasing a giant rolling bomb. Uh the bomb might have at least been at least be the CG part. Yeah, it seems like that's a that's a reoccurring thing. They like to have something gigantic rolling down the street. Like they dragged a, a giant safe in one of them. I remember that was ping ponging well, around and destroying everything in its path. I think there was a wrecking I, ball I will, at one point. I this isn't a spoiler. This franchise loves retconning stuff. Like they are the retcon champions out of all media because. At the the very first scene of the movie that you see is the scene from Fast and Furious Five ah. when they uh. steal the safe. Oh, right, that's fat. 
I don't know. Is that Fast Five? You're the one that just I watched them all. Mixed up, I know. I, I just watched them all, and I still can't remember. Uh, but it's that scene, and you find out that Jason Momoa is the son of the guy they stole the safe from. Out oh, for okay. revenge. Yeah. Out. So, like, they, they it's just sense. everything it, is fucking retcon. Like, and then it literally, the movie ends on three fucking cliffhang, three different storyline cliffhangers. Oh, God! Well, I, I, I hope MSPH keeps chugging, chugging along long enough for you to review the rest of this trilogy, Shuddy Boy. Oh, I'm sure it will. Uh, I, it's not necessarily that new of a movie, but it is from this year and it is new to rental. Um, did either of you guys ever, like, did it ever make it to your radar, the movie called 65? No. no. It's Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs with a laser gun. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yes. I heard that where my, my brother hyped that up for me when he saw the trailer and said it could be pretty good, but I guess that not or it didn't get a good uh didn't get a good good reviews. I, I'm pretty sure it got trashed pretty thoroughly by critics and viewers alike. Uh. And I knew I wasn't gonna be able to make it to the theater this weekend and I knew there's no way I'm convincing Carl to go see a Fast and the Furious movie, so I'm gonna have to see that like during the week by myself. But I, I think this is one that it's worth fighting that battle for. No, it is not. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. No, yes, it is. I think, Shuddy Boy, there are so I many think, movies I have to fight for. I am not going to have have that thrown in my face next time I I angle for a movie. But, like you made me sit through that fucking me. fast act. Shh. Be like, Carl, Shuddy says he thinks you would really like this. She can't. No, she can't separate that. It still came from me. Well, text me her phone number. I'll reach out. I'm not I'll, going in I'll the fucking. I'm not going you. in the movie doghouse for fucking Dominic Toretto, Shuddy boy. I'm, I'm sorry. I have some faith. Shuddy's yeah. pretty much like family to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, so I was like, all right, well, I can rent one of these new things that just hit Prime. I like Adam Driver. I like dinosaurs. I like sci-fi. I have a penchant for stupid. Yeah, maybe this will ring more with me than it did other people. And it does have cool sci-fi shit. If you like Adam Driver, he is very good in it. He does act his balls off. It's just a very, very thin story. Like, it's... I, I feel like Jurassic Park did the coolest dinosaur action you can probably ever get. And they keep making more of them and they can't get that action back. It's still just like, yeah, you did it way better in one and two. Even though some people don't like The Lost World. I think it's a pretty pretty cool movie. But like it's it's hard. It's hard when there's already this established, long running, multi entried franchise already dominating dinosaur carnage. So I was like, all right, maybe you, you, you throw a fucking ray gun in Adam Driver's hands and it's cool again. It could have, they could have done more. They could have done more. Like, <laughs> need um, some nudity? Any nudity? No, no, no dino penises. Um, was there, there was a girl in it though, right? Yeah, but she's a, she's a little kid. Ugh, yeah. Right. And you don't see, and you don't see Adam Driver's buttocks or penis. Or is Grundle? Oh, no, there's a kid present. <clears throat> well, they separate here and there. 
But the the, the why coolest... would you want to see his buttocks or his panus? Kevin? What about his grundle? I don't know. Kind of want to see. Why would you want to see them? See if he's packing heat see or not. He's working with you know. Yeah, I like to size up the competition, Shuddy boy. You don't peek at the urinal at a at a uh, Phillies game. <laughs> I, not typically. I walk past every urinal before I go into the one that I want. Oh, nice hog. I'm not pissing next to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but like the there there is a cool thing that might be kind of spoilery, but I mean it's fucking Adam Driver dinosaur movie. Who cares? They and this is something you'll really like, Jeff. Out of nowhere, after you know, running from dinosaurs, getting his ass kicked. So the whole point of the story is he's an alien. On it from an alien planet that's very advanced. They have, you know, inner space travel mastered and all that. And he while he's traveling from one planet to another, his ship gets damaged, crash lands on an uncharted planet that turns out to be Earth sixty five million years in the past. And in the last act of the movie, he looks up and sees a big asteroid in the sky. A big meteor, if you will. And he pulls out his little iPad thing and scans it. And the robot voice is like, oh, that is trouble. Planetary destruction imminent. So then it sort of adds this whole new urgency to the story. And I think if they did that earlier on, like towards the beginning of him crashing, so you know the stakes are higher from the beginning, you kind of give more of a shit about it. And then as he's fighting dinosaurs and stuff, there's pieces of it, the meteor or asteroid fucking burning across the sky and crashing into places next to him. That stuff was all really cool. And you do get a very, very gross and gruesome T-Rex kill at the end that I very much appreciated. Like, you usually see violence inflicted on the humans, but there's a T-Rex that gets killed in a fucking pretty nasty way. Oh, the T-Rex gets murdered. Yeah, and it's fucking cool. Oh. I won't explain it in case that sweetens the pot for I'm anybody. Out here advocating for animal cruelty. They're not animals. They're, you know, they're extinct. It's, it's chill. But yeah, 65, I don't know. It was, it was honestly on track to be a two and a half dicker until they introduced the, you know, extinction event, meteor, asteroid, and then the cool dino kill. So three dicker. Nice, dude. Watch, watch at your own risk. And Jeff, you don't remember what you watched? No, I don't think I got out to the, or I didn't think I see, I saw anything new uh, this weekend. I went to this, just watched mostly sports, but I did uh, check out the Beach City's Long Beach Festival on Broadway. Nice. Um, ran all the way down Broadway. A bunch of food vendors, a bunch of. Uh, just local businesses. Outdoors. Yeah, I saw on your your Instagram story. There was like live music and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there was live music um, stages for live music at two different ends of this thing. One on Cherry, and then the other down the street from my place. Um, but the, the the one on Cherry was just pretty much all LGBT stuff, gay pride stuff. Yeah, which is weird because. Isn't it? Pride? I live. I live in the gayer neighborhood. I figured. I figured the gayer stuff would be down by me. But <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Um. And yeah, I posted something on uh, Instagram of like some some uh, drag queen doing 
some like live karaoke thing and just dancing his or her ass off. It's pretty crazy. They had some sick food vendors. Though. I did get some sick, some nice. pretty good food. I got a, uh, a peach cobbler flavored banana pudding. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, peach banana pudding. Um, me and my brother got a little mama roll too. She was a good girl the whole time. It was a long walk for her on the, on the, on the heat. She was really laboring, but she made it through. Uh, we got a fruity pebbles, ice cream, cookie sandwich. And it's it had like confetti cookies time. with with like ice cream with like fruity pebbles in it. Oh. That was bomb. That sounds pretty fucking um, good. Yeah. We also got there's a Thai Mexican uh truck. We hit that up, got a couple, got some tacos, got a crispy pork taco, chicken satay taco, and a garlic shrimp taco. That was all bomb. It was a good time. They uh near the the uh the cherry side of the performances the lgbt performances they have like a bar and you can get drinks and we went over there to get drinks and they were like no it's it's for vip only and usually what? when i'm I in that situation i i ask like well how does someone get vip but i was like i just like collected myself i was like yeah all right cool just just like left how how often does that happen though, where you're in a scenario and you want to go there and they're like, "Sorry, VIPs only." I, what do you mean, like to me personally, or are you just saying like generally what's going on? Like in general, I feel like that's a strange thing for a festival, you know, like food, drinks, music. Like, oh, I'm like if if we went to the six two six night market and we tried to go anywhere and they were like, "Sorry, VIPs only," it'd be like, "Do you know what we and MSPH have done?" for the 626 night market as a whole. You're going to pull that bullshit? We are the viest of the IPs. Let us in! Yeah, like 5% of the people that are here because of the, the, the Puminati. Yeah, and you still charge well, us entry. We paid. We paid for bullshit. tickets. Dude, there was mad tables, and there was like four people in the VIP section. It's and they like, wouldn't let you in. What the fuck? Nah. I could have asked, I could have, you know, poked a little bit more, but I was like, you know, I don't really care how someone becomes VIP here. I'm I'm good. I'll just keep going. You think you might have like, to, uh, you know, make out with a dude? Is that what you were in, implying? <laughs> that is kind of what I was implying. Yeah. Prove, also, prove you're much, one of us. Prove you're not a narc. Make out with this guy. Would you suck a dick to come into the VIP <laughs> section? <laughs> That's pretty much what I answered in my own head when I walked away. I was like, <laughs> how, how crazy could this get you know what i don't even want to find out because i'm not willing to get crazy to get vip i'm gonna put my dick in i mean it's just so annoying get all these open tables like it's vip it's not like i would assume you had to pay for the drinks if you didn't have to pay for the drinks then fuck me it's completely different conversation like if that's included in the vip like hey all right fair enough whatever yeah but i figured like all right, so I'm going to have to do something to get into VIP, whether I pay for something or what, and then I have to pay for drinks. Like, fuck that. I just want to, like, a margarita, chill around, see all the uh, non-binary people and hang out with little mama and then be on my way. I'm not trying to fucking jump through hoops to get a marge, you know? Yeah. I'm not filling out any paperwork. Fuck that, buddy. As far as movies... I did. Oh, I did have to just review. consult with my letterbox D to remember what I rated sixty five, and I saw that two of the Puminati that I follow 
gave it a higher score than me. Blorp, who gave it a three and a half dino dicks. And Poudini, the great Poudini, who declared it a five dicker. A five dicker, yeah. 65. I will say. He really likes his dinosaurs. Poudini is. Poudini a, has. He's a great movie follow. taste. Like Dom, I would. He I would does. Say. I, I really enjoy following Poudini on Letterboxd. He also rated Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, uh, four and a half dicks. It's really called Blood and Honey? Yeah, because they. Oh, it's that fake horror. It's that horror movie. Yeah. After Winnie the Pooh became public domain, they made an R rated slasher where Winnie the Pooh murders people. But uh, in uh, he gave 2018's Death Toilet a half a dick. (laughs) So that's the fun of following Poudini. Sometimes you see those uh, Dominic esque Death Toilet movies pop up every now and then. Why was it called 65? Because it's 65 million years in the past. All right, fair enough. So you can't have something that close to 69. Just, you know, it I just mean, makes the whole, it just makes the, the, the title wonky. And They just served it up for Brazzers to do a porn parody called 69 where someone's like in a dinosaur costume with a dick hanging out of it and someone 69s them. <laughs> Of course, Roar. the fucking T Rex and his stepsister sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, dude, I saw. Oh man, I saw a caption on Reddit, and it was just a smoke show, absolute smoke show. Black check, and the caption was, "I have sex with my son daily in the shower." It's just like, what the fuck? It's like what? I, I used to do a thing where, and I'm I'm convinced. And I clicked on it. <laughs> I'm convinced they only did this because they were trying to maybe get as many words in there to hit searches. But I wrote down two of these, and I still have them in my uh, my phone notes from over a year ago. This is, these are two two list um, titles of a porn movie on like you know X videos or whatever. Our church pastor took my mom into an incomplete building, pretending to deliver her from an evil spirit, only to bring out his big black cock and fuck my mom mercilessly, and I caught them and I joined in. (laughs) That's one movie, one video, and this other one says, (laughs) 18-year-old man from the United States tells me that he is a virgin and wants to lose his virginity with a Mexican, and I show him my step- stepsister, and they fall in love and end up together, and it is a happy ending for all. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't I'm, watched... I'm probably more likely to click on the first one. Yeah. It's just too worried. I might not even get into the part of where it says, and then I join them. <laughs> are, these, are these foreign pornos? I didn't click them. I was just scrolling and then saw them and I was like, I have to could it just down. be something where the actual title is a lot shorter, but when you translate it into English to something that translates, it's those ridiculously wordy. I I don't know how these porn hubs Kevin, work. You are far too unemployed to not click on one of those links. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I'm I'm thank you thanks to the Puminati, I'm officially part time employed. 
It's true, but I'm sure the uh, Puminati would have liked you to do a deeper dive on those links. I mean, it was well over a year ago that I saw those, and oh, it's been it's been months since I still haven't watched porn in months. So just copy and paste whatever you put in your note and into uh, Google Chrome. I'll, I'll it text it to up. you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always looking for spank bank material. I'll check it out. All right, well, we got something big to do, and I think we should kick it off, right? Yeah, um, I'm ready if you're ready. Jeff, this was a suggestion you, suggestion you made, I think, on last week's show, right? Absolutely. And you are our bracket master and have put it together. Yeah, I did a weapons bracket. Now, the title of the bracket that I sent you guys is Martial Arts Weapons. It's not technically martial arts. So I have three different regions. I just, when I started making the bracket, I started with Martial Arts Weapons. And then when I figured out the regions, I didn't want to change the title because then the title, by changing the title, I'd have to restart the whole thing. Yeah. And it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. I just didn't feel like doing it. Yeah, so, it's fine. We, no we, one's seeing the bracket. Yeah, so we, we know what you were going for. Okay, so the four regions that I got are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle regions, the Projectile regions, the Medieval Times regions, region, and the Mortal Kombat region. Fuck yeah. So we'll start with the first region, which is pretty self-explanatory, but I got the one seed being the Katana, which is uh, Leonardo's weapon, um, versus the four seed, the Bow Staff, which is Donatello's weapon. I actually just thought Leonardo had like a sword. Like I thought that's what it was called. Was it called the katana? Yes. In the cartoons the whole time? Yeah. Correct. I had so many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys, action figures, yeah, video games and you always and just I called don't, it- I don't I don't remember that. I don't ever remember that. Oh, I want to play as Leo. I like his knife. Like I knew Michelangelo had the nunchucks and Raphael had the size. Yeah. Donatello had the, the I just thought it was like a stick. My, my question before we start, you know, making our points and voting, is this the best, are we going for the coolest weapon? The weapon we would most like to use to take on enemies or just an average of all the columns? Because there's a yeah, lot of different ways just, you can look just, at this. Just how you feel about it. Okay. Like, yeah, you got to go into battle. What you, what you would, wouldn't be embarrassed walking around in public with. Like, if you're walking around with a fuck, I don't know, it's to each their own. But if you're walking around with a bow staff, you kind of look like a homeless dude. But yeah. you don't look like a badass. Well, whatever. But in the but, Ninja uh, Turtle video games, I would always play as Donatello because the reach of the bow staff was awesome. That's fair. I actually think I was too young and maybe too dumb to even realize that. Um, I had so, like I said, I had so many Ninja Turtle toys and my father once uh, took me out of school. Uh, like, like picked me up from school, got me out early because we had like a mouse in our, in our apartment, our Virginia apartment. And he like, I think he just wanted someone to hang out with while he set up traps so he got me and he's like, Hey, we're going to kill this mouse. So <laughs> I went to my room oh my God. and I got, I got every fucking like teenage Ninja turtle 
toy weapon and put them like all in my pants and just went out like armed. Like, I had, like so you could go kill and- Master Splinter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a son of a bitch. You're a bad Ninja Turtle. Well, I mean, Master Splinter is supposed to be outside, not supposed to be in the fucking house. I don't don't know what you want me to say. Um, Anyways, Katana, 1T versus the Bow Staff. Katana, that sword, and I, I spent way too much time looking at medieval weapons, ninja weapons, like old Asian weapons. Yeah. And I actually think this is the one seat of the entire bracket. Like the, the katana is so fucking cool. It's the coolest sword too. Yeah. You know, and as, as somebody who watches a lot of samurai movies, you know, it's, they're fucking dope. I always thought, is that the main sword of a samurai? Because I think that's the main sword of a ninja. Yes. It might the be both. both. I thought samurai sword was like a different thing. I thought it was like bigger, almost like in the style of a machete. Well, I think which... katana is a Japanese word. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And it might, I don't even know if it translates to sword, but... I didn't even know ninjas were specific to Japan until I did this. I guess they're a feudal Japan thing, but I'm, I'm going katana, obviously. Kevin, you still so sticking with your, your reach idea? No, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like, again, it also depends on the hands of the user. Like, if um, both staff has reach, but if somebody with a sword came at me that knew what they were doing, they would probably immediately eliminate that reach and chop my bow staff in half and then me in half next. So I think... I do like the bow staff. Uh, but I think I would probably go with the katana as well. Counterpoint, though, if someone and this is going to come up when I talk about another weapon, I think is on the it's in the medieval times region. But if they snap the bow, if they cut the bow staff in half, then you have two bow staffs, maybe. That's true. They're smaller, but you could do like a you could really ring somebody's bell with a ding a ding a ding a ding a. Yeah. Yeah, it's still got to be the katana. Know. Yeah, the katana is just too cool to pass up on. All right. The two seed nunchucks versus the three seed, the size. Both of which I actually think are pretty cool. Um, the nunchucks, nunchucks you, have, favorite. you have written as nunchaku. Yeah, I, I copied and pasted that from the Wikipedia. Yeah, nunchaku. Yeah, nunchucks, I guess, are the Americanized version of nunchaku. Um, it's almost like nugatos. They are were made famous by, of course, Michelangelo and then and Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee and Enter the Dragon and, and, and John Wick recently. Yeah. He used nunchucks. It's fucking cool. If you can use them, they're so fucking cool looking. Like just the spinning them around real quick. I have messed around with nunchucks in the past. Without, in the last few years recently, definitely, you know, hit myself in the nuts. I feel like you're going to get a lot of bumps and bruises learning how to use them. But, I don't know, I always thought the sides were kind of dumb. Like, I get that, you know, with the, the main long pointy uh, flanked by two almost curved pointies. So if somebody strikes at you with a katana, you can sort of catch it in one of the side pockets of the side. Yeah. And then maybe do another stab with your second one. 
or you can disarm them. Maybe like, I don't know if you're how quick you are with it, like twist it and it comes out of their hand. Yeah. If somebody was throwing me into a death match and those were the options, I would probably take the sigh. Cause I'm like, all right, I, I don't have time to learn swinging these things around and not hitting myself in the nuts. I need, I need three stabbies in each hand. But okay, it's just you're talking about yourself now, which makes sense. But as, I'm going talking, the nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks. Raphael Raffi- was always my least favorite Ninja Turtle. I yep. think they're the lamest weapon. They're the shortest reach, the hardest character to play with in any of the games. I agree. It's a solid point. Just, Asai, is a de- Asai is a defensive weapon, and I am an offensive type person. What a just a, a lean and exquisite breakdown. Well done, Shutting. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I, I'm also taking nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks in the right hands are some of the coolest thing you could ever fucking see. That's that's kind of what I uh, default to do. Yeah, seeing someone do nunchucks is so fucking cool. And I actually, my father when he went on some work trip, which now that I think about it, it could not have been a work trip because he was while I was working for Applebee's. And he went to Tijuana with a few of his coworkers. It's like, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a work trip. But anyways, um, a lot of these weapons specifically are illegal in New York. We're going to talk about one of them in the next region. And nunchucks, I think, is another one that's illegal in New York. Yeah, but I could have sworn that they maybe reversed that recently and allowed nunchucks. Not to keep talking about this fucking stupid ass goddamn movie, uh, but there is uh, one of those scene training montages of the bad guys in Pocket Ninjas doing nunchucks badly and like hitting themselves in the head and (laughs) not able to control them at all. Dude, I think. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I have the Mandela effect for myself, but I think I got pretty nasty at the nunchucks when I was practicing them with, with them when I was 12. Like I definitely like lump myself up, but that's like part of learning. And I'll tell you what, if you can cause damage to yourself, you can learn a lot faster. That is just necessity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll, uh, We'll circle back to the elite eight of this side of the bracket, but moving along to the projectiles region, I went one seed ninja stars, which were the other thing that my father bought for me when he was in Tijuana on a work trip in Tijuana uh, for Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think they're fucking cool. I uh, threw them ag- against my wall and into my wall when my parents were <laughs> were out on a out to work, and I had, you know just had to see like could I fuck someone up? And you one hundred percent could fuck someone up with one of those things. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I think they're cool. If, if Quakertown uh, Farmers Market was open today, I could leave you guys right now and be home within 20 minutes with Ninja Stars. Damn it, that is sick. How do you not have Ninja Stars? Look at all the shit you have behind you. You need to get Ninja Stars. I, you know what? I don't know where they are, but I have, I actually do have Batarang Ninja Stars. What's that mean? I have like Batman's Batarangs. 
I oh, have. Oh, I see. I have batarangs that have sharp edges. <laughs> are those okay? So the four seeds of boomerang are those like a ninja star boomerang like blend hybrid? No, there's different batarangs. There's the non the non ninja star batarangs that do return to Batman and are like a boomerang and. That's how it started with the Batarang name, uh, but as he's progressed, they've just been coming. They've just become throwing thrown projectiles. Yeah, and I mean the boomerangs are cool in Legend of Zelda, but in real life practicality, I actually did have a boomerang when I was a kid, and got to the point where I could throw it and have it kind of come back. Like maybe once or twice, that's it actually came back and I caught it. Oh, I've never. I don't think I've ever thrown a boomerang and got it to come back to me where I didn't have to go chasing it to catch it. But if you miss catching uh, it, and it hits you in the face, that is fucking you up. Yeah, dude. I think I had a boomerang as well, and I think I caught it once or twice. It there are. It takes a specific throwing motion to get it done. There. There are very few things that if you catch it with your face, don't hurt a lot, Kevin. Like Nerf bullets, <laughs> ice cream cones. There's a few. Who's throwing fucking ice cream cones at you? Pissed off back at Baskin Robbins employees? I don't know. Yeah, Kevin's acting like an asshole in the cold zone. People are trying to sing their song. <laughs> Stop singing! <laughs> Sir, get the fuck out of here. I'm throwing birthday cake remix right in your face. <laughs> you want some cake batter battering your grill motherfucker you better get out of here i think my uncle rob got pretty good with boomerangs at one point and like he could throw it and it would sail like really far away and he, it would come back to him and he could catch it i don't know maybe 50 percent of the time but as far as a weapon if you actually strike somebody with it it's falling on the fucking ground at their feet now they have a weapon it <laughs> only com- or whatever yeah it only comes back to you if it hits nothing uh, that's true. Yeah, you almost don't want it to come back to you. Ninja stars, however, are fucking cool. You can like keep a whole bunch of them in your ninja pockets, so you have a nice arsenal. You can even get good enough where you can throw like two or three at a time, and you're like, "Fra!" One throw, and it's like, "Ding, ding, ding." And All right. I will say this too: I feel like there is a very, very quick learning curve with ninja stars, like. I feel like at most point in your early, mid-teens, if you're a dude at least, one of your friends or you got your hands on Ninja Stars. You went into the woods, you chucked them, and they pretty much stuck every time. And if they didn't, you were a stupid pussy. They're <laughs> yeah, kind of foolproof. It's a circle of fucking sticky things. You whip it, you, it's going to stick. What if you miss, though, everything? I mean, that doesn't necessarily yeah. make you a pussy, does it? The one thing that ha- no. well, it only does if you hit it and it bounces back. Throw. No, yeah. you're definitely a pussy if you miss. You're more of a pussy if you miss than if it bounces back. I, I disagree. I think you're more yeah. of a pussy if it bounces back. I agree. I mean, you can there can be an errant throw as long as you have good velocity and, and you really get into one. Like I can respect it, but if it bounces off the tree, it's like oh man. You feel like a bitch, dog. <laughs> yeah, because if you hit a human with that and it just bounces off and falls at their their feet, you might as well just like surrender. 
But I, I don't think if you zone. hit a human with it, even it's going to bounce off. If you throw like a pussy, it will. Ah, that's true. So well I vote said, I vote ninja stars. Yeah. I also vote ninja stars over the boomerang. All right, the second and three seeds in the projectiles region, number two seeds, a bow and arrow, not a crossbow, because I feel like crossbow is kind of cheating and unfair. Right? I agree. You can, you can load like three into them, and you got a trigger. Like these things. You're making a tactical and strategic decision that you're you're a fucking bow and arrow guy. You almost can't even have another weapon. I mean, you, you know, mean archer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or Hawkeye, Jeremy. Ryan. No, no, and an archer is somebody who shoots. No, no, I know arrows. that, but Hawkeye. But yes, is, Hawkeye. Yeah. Um. Has it? Kevin, I feel like you would have been on like an archery date. Have you taken Carl to an archery date? No. You guys have done axe throwing though, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did axe throwing. That was pretty fucking cool. I enjoyed that. Uh, I would like to try bow and arrow. I did a little bit of it when I was in Wyoming for my sister's wedding. And I was I was halfway decent. I hit a few of the targets. That was cool. But... Rope darts. That's that's the scorpion weapon. Yeah, scorpions. So it's like a little kunai blade with rope tied around the the hook attack the hoop. And I guess so. The practical use, non mortal combat use of it. I'm guessing <laughs> if you threw that and it stabbed somebody in the chest, and you pulled the rope. You're just getting your blade back. You're not tugging that guy over for an uppercut or a fatality. No, I yes. mean, you have to throw it really hard. Yeah. So, if we go back to Nunchaku versus Sai, if you're really, really good with rope darts, like, I don't know, almost like Donnie Yen in those, those kung fu movies where he uses a lot of different weapons, where you can almost like swing the rope with the with the with the blade at the end of it and like slice somebody or that like swing it around drop it at your feet kick it and then it sends the blade sailing and stab somebody in the throat that's that's kind of cooler than dispatching somebody with a bow and arrow yeah i think it's cooler too i watched someone on uh, youtube do a like a rope darts training session he was pretty sick with it he was like knocking like bottles off a post and, and shit like that, just like target practice. He was like kicking it with his feet sometimes and different like throwing motions. Like, oh man, this guy's. I don't want to fuck with this dude. So, what would you He's fear more? Him. More in uh, a, a skilled archer or a skilled rope darts guy coming after you? Bow and arrows got better range. Yeah. And more velocity. But if you're in closer combat, spinning the rope dart, like twirling it like a lasso, that's a lot of attacks coming at you at once. And a lot of slices. I just feel like archery and the archers are just kind of bitches. <laughs> I don't have a lot of like intellect behind this opinion or this decision, but I'm going rope darts. I, I just think archers are bitches. I do. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm also going rope dart. Okay, cool. Nobody here is Team Katniss. 
first first upset we've had. All right, going to the other side, the medieval times region, which, dude, the I, I've been thinking about this movie a lot recently. Uh, Cable Guy with uh, Jim Carrey, one of the more underrated fucking comedies ever. The medieval times scene is honestly one of the funniest fucking scenes in movie history. <laughs> Andy Dick is all like, get on the horse, buddy. I don't think he's fucking around. <laughs> Dude, I love that shit. I have to give that a rewatch. Um, oh, when's the last time you've seen it? Not since it first came out. I'm so jealous of you, man. I could, like, I wish I could kind of rewatch that for the first time. I, I, I almost feel like I could quote the entire movie. <laughs> oh, it's on Netflix. God damn it. God damn it. Treat yourself tonight, Kevin. Cable okay. guy. And anyone listening who hasn't seen it or hasn't seen it in a while, I think it's Jim Carrey's like most underrated movie. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so good. Um, anyways. The one seed is the Morningstar Mace. Now, there's a whole bunch of different maces. Maces are like a pretty much a baseball bat with like a metal fucking ball on top of it, right? The Morningstar Mace is a baseball bat with a metal ball, but spikes coming out of the metal ball. So it's not the one where it's like a stick, chain, spiked metal ball. It's the stick? The stick with the... Go ahead, Jeff. This is your thing. I, yeah. <clears throat> the um the thing you're asking about is technical. It's in the mace family. It's called a flail, though. Oh. It's the, the rope attached to the ball on, on the stick, right? Okay. That's okay. what you're asking? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mace is, mace is just the stick and, the, and, and like, the, the ball at the end, which is a badass weapon. And, yeah. like, the cousin of that is a war hammer, which is... Exactly what it sounds like. It's just a fucking baseball bat with a hammer at the end of it. And that thing is gnarly too. But I went with the Morningstar Mace because I think it's the coolest. Versus the Spear. Now I kind of talked four seeds of Spear. Definitely the weakest in this region. But I had the similar vibe with the Spear as the Bow Staff. Where it's like, all right, the Spear is made out of wood. You chop that shit, what do you have? And it's like, well, if you're coming at someone and you try to block the sword with the spear they cut the spear in half well then you can just easily like take the fucking blade in and stab it if yeah. you're in close close quarters and multifunctional yeah it's an infantry weapon for the most part or maybe not maybe <laughs> someone on the on the on the cavalry side of the uh the war formation and they're on their horses but and also if you pit the two of these against each other in actual combat the spear's got really good reach yeah, and you got to get in close with that Morning Star mace. Yeah, but once you get within, once you get in close with the Morning Star, the spear's useless. Unless you did like the the thing where you're holding it and you like push it two handed and you know bonk them in the face with the stick. Yeah, I don't think your everyday basic spearman, uh, in medieval armies was you know able versatile enough to do that yeah hmm. they're they're mostly just going forward with that spear and yeah they're the they're the frontline right employees after. yeah they're they're <laughs> they're the frontline workers but you could get a superstar with the spear and that's what we're talking about and spear is pretty much a javelin so you can throw that motherfucker yeah 
That's true. I think I've seen some Jackie Chan movies it, where he fights gone. with a spear, and it's pretty fucking cool. He can do some cool shit. Yeah, but in this situation where you're facing the guy at the mace, you might be like, you know what? I'm I, I can throw the fuck out of the spear, and I'll just I'll just I'll take my one shot with that. And if he if I miss, like hopefully my dagger wins. But fuck me, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean all I'm trying to do here is keep this interesting. It's clearly the Morning Star mace is the winner. You land a strike with that thing, and it's the most gruesome wound created out of pretty much any of these weapons. That's fucking cool. Like, it bashes your skull in while stabbing it a bunch of times. That's cool. It's objectively cool. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, you hit them in the leg. Like, you hit someone in the leg with a nunchuck, or a nunchuck, excuse me. Whatever. Like, you can power through that. You get hit at all with this Morningstar mace, and your day is ruined. Oh, yeah. fucking done for. Yeah. So... All right, uh, the two seed, a uh, war scythe, which is okay. Got to Google that. It's like a why? Why would you put that on versus something like a broadsword? You don't want to double up on katanas. Yeah, I didn't want to double up on swords. I figure I'd just leave them to the teenage Ninja turtle region. Even though I did okay, I, rope darts. Now that I think about it, I don't know why I didn't. I didn't think about it when I finalized this list, but that's pretty much a Mortal Kombat region thing, but whatever. Uh, you got to go with me here. So the worst, the worst scythe, which is pretty much like a Grim Reaper sickle, but, you know, without, it doesn't have a long staff. It's just got a hand. Yeah, it's like a spear uh, with like a, a shortened uh, crescent-shaped like crescent, blade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, against a battle axe, which could go in a, a few different directions obviously a battle axe and a, a hatchet and um there's another one that's in the battle axe family but battle axe versus the war are we talking a double-sided side. battle axe a blade yeah. on each side yeah should probably be the two seat actually i mean but. aesthetically way cooler looking i think they're kind of lame battle axes yeah, like I don't know why, but I prefer I prefer my battle axe to be more of a hatchet, mm. like one of the, like the throwing axes. Like I'd rather do battle with that than carry this big fucking thing. You're worried about the weight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm walking, because I mean, all these if you're using one of these weapons, you're on foot, right? It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean, like if we're there comes a certain age in warfare where it's like, all right, we're no longer on foot and we're no longer, you're using hand to hand weapons. We're using fucking firearms. So you're on your, you're on your feet. You're walking around with a fucking battle ax. I think I'd prefer just to go hatchet, but I don't know. Maybe that wasn't my thing. What, what are you guys picking here? I'm taking the battle ax. It's my preferred. In when I play games with weapons like that, I'm, like I said, I'm offensive, so I'm two-handed weapons that deal massive damage but are not very good for movement. Yeah, all I'm picturing here is that arcade game battle or Golden Axe and playing as the dwarf with the big battle axe. That was fucking cool. Battle axes are sick. You like 
I did play that game and nice. That game was sick. All right. So Battle Axe advances. I'm kind of neutral on this uh this this battle, so that's cool. All right, moving down to the Mortal Kombat region. Hook Swords is the one seed. That's Cabal's weapon, which is a little bit out of my Mortal Kombat, like, I don't know, wheelhouse. You know, I didn't stick around for, I didn't get to play with Cabal much. Are you guys familiar with Cabal? You you at least aware of the Hook Swords. Yep. Homelander and Peacemaker are going to be playable characters in the new Mortal Kombat game, apparently. No way. Yeah, they, they put out a trailer. They're rebooting Mortal Kombat. So then they put a trailer out and it's like it's like a cutscene, hyper realistic graphics. They go through all the characters and then at the end of it, it is just the most fucking nasty, gory, buckets of blood fatalities. Like I think at one point somebody's suspended in the air with their limbs outstretched and somebody karate chops the top of the head and that drives the head through the rest of the body, splitting it in half fucking vicious it was such a cool it's, trailer it's a new mortal kombat video game yeah yeah and it looks dope mortal kombat i wonder if that's on his radar yeah i know dom is a, a huge mortal kombat fan as well so he's probably seen it and ejaculated many times to it um i'm so, gonna actually read you the product description of the hook swords i found a website called totalmartialartssupplies.com and you can buy hook swords Combat steel tiger head hook swords for guess how much? Guess how much it would cost to buy these fucking things? Sixty bucks. Shutty. Tiger for a head pair of each or for two. the pair. One hundred and eighty dollars. It's it's actually down from two twenty five to one ninety five. You could buy totalmartialartsupplies.com tiger head hook swords, double hooks are traditional Northern Kung Fu weapons that have been gaining popularity. Not only are they granted great distinction because of their outlandish, though distinctly attractive appearance, but also because of their great inventiveness and utility. I, think I don't cool. think for $195, you're getting a quality forged weapon. Um, yeah, no, probably not. That's fair. You're not getting one of those... What's the Kill Bill uh, sword? The Hanzori sword? Oh, yeah. The, the Isn't Hanzo. that what they're looking for? Yeah. The Hanzo, Hanzo sword? That's a katana, right? Yeah. Yep. So what's right, this so next one? Swords, I love swords. that Jeff is much better at making a distinction of what a katana is versus what a ma- what's a mammal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just... I know my I know my weapons. <laughs> Uh, hook swords are the ones see they're facing i can't say this word and i even tried i like i like googled the word and added pronunciation to it and then it sent me to like a fucking minute long video and i tried to play the video it had a commercial and then by time the commercial and five seconds into the video i'm like all right fuck this i don't even care i'll just butcher it maka a chewy kevin you see the bracket can you say that word what my it's on the bottom right mortal combat region hook swords one c four seed maka hachuli i don't fucking know Corn whatever it's like a mexican 
corn maki chew. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, dude. It's a fucking, it's like a, it's pretty much a Mexican or Aztec cricket bat wrapped in blades. Yeah. Kind of gnarly. Shuddy, can you, can you give me share permission? I sure can. Did you find the uh, weapon? I did. I got, so I got some pictures of it. There you go. Okay. Um, here we go. Here's the corn maki chew. So, yeah, it's it's basically a cricket bat with scales and shit. They don't look too bladey. They are. It's. I actually, I actually just read something about these. I didn't. They're. It's obsidian rock, which is extremely sharp on in on those outer edges. Oh. So, so these, yeah. according to Spanish can can, can Spanish. Conquistadors' accounts of their meetings with the Aztecs. These were sharp enough to cut off the heads of people and horses. They're called conqu- in one swipe. They're called conquistadors, Shuddy. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> it's a cool. So I actually, I'm going to pick the upset. I think this I'm, thing is fucking cool. Well, what's what are they going against? Hook swords. Could, yeah, I'm taking this over a hook sword. Really? I think think these are more badass i think if you're able to fucking annihilate somebody with a piece of wood with some stones in it then you're you're the badass of the i think the the makachoholutin are the bracket busters interesting all right i was gonna vote for the hook swords but two to one the makuti hootie advances I didn't write down in my notes what uh, Mortal Kombat character it was, so I had to like, go search it real quick. But it's Kotal Kahn. Kotal Kahn yeah. from Mortal Kombat 10. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Uh, the Makachuli advances. All right. So the third, uh, the two seed in this region is the Sun Moon Blades, which is, um, who is that? Su Hao from Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance is a China sword. You might have to Google that one and throw it up on uh, on the on the shared screen. Yeah, Kevin. I got and you right here. Third, three seed is a South Indian um, hand blade called the Qatar that rain from Mortal Kombat Eleven use. These, yeah, now you're looking at the Sun Moon Blades. Total of martial arts supplies.com. You can get them for $129. <laughs> they are scary fucking things, dude. Yeah. So you can swipe with them. You can throw punches with them. I mean, it's like super brass knuckles. Is plentiful. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're two handed. You hold one in each hand and you get five blades each. So 10 total blades, if you're double fisting. It's a lot of stabbing potential. Um, how do you spell the other, the other one, Jeff? A-A-T-A-R. Yep. Sorry, Which, Jeff. All good. Which is, I guess it's an Indian like dagger, but it's kind of looks scary. So you hold it like almost like Wolverine claws? Like yeah. this? Yeah. It's not a, it's a little it's, bit it's like a three seed because it's not as practical, like, or not, maybe not practical. It's not as, um, uh, it doesn't have as much utility, 
Like that Sun Moon Blades thing. There are so many different ways that thing could fuck Whoa. you up. But look at this. So you kind of hold them almost like Vega in Street Fighter, but it looks like the two prongs on the side of the handle go all the way to your shoulder. Right? Is that what I'm seeing? It would go up to your elbow, I would think. So it gives you like a little bit yeah. of reinforcement for when you're going in for the kill? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, these are kind of And neat. the blade spreads. And it's, I mean, it's a, I know it's, this is a corny way of saying it, but it's a scary looking weapon. You can really, I, I'm going with the Qatar. Ooh. Yeah, I think I got to go with the Sun Moon Blades. You put them in the right hands, I, I feel like you could see a cool looking display. Even if you're like, like if I was armed with those things and then a bunch of bad guys started attacking me, even if I got frightened, I could just like throw one and then run away and hope that it stabs somebody. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you but, talked me into taking the Sun Moon Blades as well. Um, all right, cool. Let's go back over to the team. Oh, I'm sorry, Shadi, what do you got? Oh, just that since Kevin throws like a pussy, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> all right, then. We can throw uh, one at you perfect. on YouTube. What a be perfect reason fine. to interrupt me. Keep doing that. Um, <laughs> all right, back up to the Teenage Mutant Turtle region. We're in the Elite Eight here. Katana versus the Nunchucks. I have a Katana as the one seed. I'm going to go with that because that sword is so fucking cool, but... Nothing looks cooler than someone who can use nunchucks. So if you're going to go with the two seat, I don't hate it. What do you What are you thinking, Kevin? This is the toughest. This is probably the toughest decision for me. Like a samurai the real sword, Sophie's choice versus nunchucks. They're both so fucking cool. I feel like, you know, if you are a nasty swordsman and you're just like, and you do like a cool sword display, and then some guy steps up and he's a nunchuck master. And he's just like, fra, 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 fra. which one is going to be cooler? It might, the nunchuck might look cooler, but could a guy with a sword fuck up a nunchuck guy easier? That's what I'm confused with too, actually. Like the guy, if the guy at the nunchucks wins, he probably feels like he has like a, a 10 pound dick. I mean, regardless, you're going to feel pretty good if you went up. Weapons battle. Well, Shuddy, are are you are you just going with the katana and that just nukes whichever way I would go anyway, or are you nunchucks? No, I Leonardo has always been my favorite Ninja Turtle. I play uh, even to this day almost exclusively with him on the games, including the Cowabunga collection that I have. Uh, I'm katana blades through and through. Leo's my dude. All right. It doesn't even matter what I think. Katana's advance. Down to the projectile regions. Um, Ninja Stars versus Rope Darts. My Ninja Stars guy. Yeah, me too. I mean, you can do some cool shit, but I feel like even if someone's far away and they're doing the, the lasso rodeo swinging of their rope dart, you just three quick Ninja Star throws, that dude's dropped. Yeah, and you think like maybe they throw it, miss you, and then they're quick to yank it back. You can fucking grab the rope and then chop the rope with like maybe the ninja star or whatever blade you have, and then what are you going to do, motherfucker? I feel like I would cut my own hand if I tried to do that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
maybe that wouldn't even work out, but I don't know. It just feels like the, the rope darts is more of a commitment where the ninja yeah. stars is just like a must have, Like you should, everyone should, I, I kind of want to walk to the liquor store with my ninja stars. <laughs> Shuddy, you're on board with the ninja stars. Yeah, I'm on board with the ninja stars for sure. Are you going with Battle Axe in the uh, medieval times region over the one star Morning Star Mace? Oof. That is that is a tough call because if I do in fantasy games, if I do use a shield, the other hand is usually a Morning Star because they pack a wallop. Yeah, both are good for offense. We know you're more of an offensive guy. I think I would have to go if we're put in a situation where I personally have to wield one over the other to defend myself. I'm going with the morning star for its agility over the battle axe. Yeah, because what if you swing the battle axe at the wrong angle? The battle axe will cleave somebody in half, but it's going to take a hell of a wind up and a lot of time to get it around and. Yeah, Morningstar uh, Mace, even if your wrist isn't angled in the right direction, you're still doing so much fucking damage, where if it's a battle axe, if you if You, you just swing, end up swatting them on the, the fanny. Yeah, you give them a little spanking, <laughs> a little medieval spanking. You even do maybe a, a spear motion with, with a with a Morningstar Mace. You could. So yeah, I think that just seals it. Morningstar Mace is cooler. All right. Cooler um, wounds. The ma- the corn makichu versus the sun moon blades. Corn. I'm going maki- with the chew. Corn makichu. I think I am too. After reading about it, it was just so fucking cool, dude. And allegedly, like, it really fucked up the Spanish conquistadors. And you have to take into account that at the time, the conquistadors had gunpowder and guns. And they were scared of this. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And like, horses got some thick ass fucking necks. If you decapitate a horse, whatever weapon you just use is legit. For sure. All right, corn makichu. All right, swinging back over here to the final four first game: katana versus ninja stars. This is just one of those situations where I want them both. Yeah. But yeah, this is tough. Generally, if I mean, ninjas did carry both. They did. Yeah. But we can only choose one in the spirit I'm going of the game. Katana. I just believe in my ability to throw. I, I, think, I, I think I could, I think I could kill Shuddy before he hits me with the katana. I'll put one of these fucking ninja stars right in between his eyes. But what if Shuddy so chat channels ninja stars and all? And I'll force Kevin to be the swing vote here. If Shuddy Boy um, channels his inner Leonardo, he could block a ninja star. Yeah, but these are ninja stars. I get at least three of them. Come on. Is he going to block all? Maybe. Shuddy be fucking talented. I'd be talented. No, I told you I'm not defensive minded. I would never be able to even block one. It's true, Kevin. Do you think you could block my ninja stars and your katana? Or are we just gonna throw ninja stars at each other like pussies? <laughs> I think I might I might be able to like dink it, but it'll probably still pass through and stab me. I think I might go with ninja stars. I can't believe I'm doing it, oh, but baby. fuck. Ninja stars, like I just get excited when I see them. Yeah. 
I mean, they're definitely the coolest. They're fucking cool. Well, maybe nunchucks, but they already got eliminated. All right, Ninja Star is making it to the final round. Morningstar Mace versus the the Korumaki Chua. I gotta, after all this talking about the Korumaki Chua, I think I'm on board with it making making the finals. So am I. Wow. Okay. I was going to go with the mace, but corn maki chu. Force which of nature. Versus. Versus. Hmm? Which are, well, it's here at least. Maybe you can flip me. I didn't take my finger off the piece. Just because, again, it's it's so, it's kind of foolproof, you know? Like, I know it's it's like if you're in a battle and you swing a corn maki chu, the blade edge is is going to hit. But the Morningstar Mace, you'd need no accuracy. You can swing that fucking thing wildly and just do so much damage. But that's my thought with the Makichu, because it's it's a cricket bat with all obsidian rocks around it. Yeah. I mean, that's so you can hit very him on formidable. Any side of it, as long as you're not hitting him with the handle and like you're fucking that person up. Whereas, like, if you can, I mean, this yeah. would be risky, but if you get in on the mace, it can hit you with the just the beam or the shaft part of it, just going to fucking hurt. But as long as you don't get the spikes in you, you know, you can, you can make it out from that little, that little, uh, that little battle. I wonder how strong they are though. Like the, these obsidian blades, like if, if, if they clashed and met in the middle, like a sword fight is a morning star mace blowing some of those chunks off. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, they got to be durable. They do pass through a horse's neck bone and a human's. That's cool. But are they durable? Morningstar Mace is just full-on fucking steel. I would say no. I would say that they would. They probably, the stones need to be replaced after every battle. Every fight. You only murder one horse and one person at a time. I'm still going with the Korumaki Chu. Fair enough. So Fair enough. All right. Ninja Stars or Maki Chu? I mean, I'm Maki Chu, so this is up to you guys. I'm Ninja Stars. They're yeah, so versatile. Ninja Stars, too. They're versatile. Yeah, dude. You can conceal them pretty easily. I feel like you can travel with them. <laughs> Hide them in the luggage. You can't travel with a Makichu. No. TSA would snatch that shit up and make you throw it out. It'd be annoying. Oh, no, not my Makichu. <laughs> I, I always travel with my Makichu. Come hey, on. That's my emotional support Makichu. You can't take that. <laughs> and I knew I should have signed up for pre-TSA. <laughs> Well, I think what we've managed to do here is just reinforce the beliefs that we all had as 10-year-olds. Ninja stars are fucking cool. Dude. I didn't know that that was ever up for debate. I mean, we did learn about... There was a population, a cross-section of the population that didn't think ninja stars were fucking amazingly cool. I don't know. And I mean, we did learn a new thing. We found, we discovered the corn makichu weapon... It is very cool and scary and formidable, be you human or horse. But I don't know, man. Looks like it could be heavy. 
I got fucking weak noodle arms. I can flick my wrist and throw a goddamn ninja star right in your forehead and puncture your brain. Make you piss yourself and you'll just twitch out and die. Dude, at um, totalmartialartsupplies.com, you can buy a pro dragon throwing star, which has eight prongs on it for $3.50. I mean, the value! I five of them right now. Yeah. Where is their brick and mortar located? Let's go. Let's meet there. Hey, dude, I... A coffee is five dollars. I can get a ninja star for three fifty. Yeah. What? Well, I'd be stupid not to take that deal. Yeah. And speaking of deals, you'd be stupid not to take. Five dollars can also get you in to the entry level MSPH Patreon, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. We do an extra bonus podcast every week after this one. And coming to the five dollar tier. Later this week, season three of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. Oh, I was wondering, do we always put that on the $5 tier? How does yeah. that work? Yeah, always been on the $5 tier. So so I know you've already thought about this, and I'm just reminding you, but the subtitle of this Master Chef season is United Taste of America. So I feel like we should be Crafter Jeff United Gapes? Taints of America? No? I like taints. it. I thought that would I thought I thought you would love that. I don't know. My bad. United Taints of America? That is funny. Taints United are, taints, taints of America. Taints are funny. I picture a Gordon Ramsay tongue darting one. You you I need a little bit more of salt. You 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 <laughs> You gotta season your taint. Yeah. But I mean, we we've done two seasons already. Stoked to finally get season three going. It's on the five dollar tier, and I know, like you know, once you get behind the paywall and people discover all the other additional shows we do and have done, everybody's got their favorites. But a lot of people seem to think Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition is is the best MSPH offering. So, I mean, Jeff Jeff really shines through during Crafter Jeff. Yeah. I mean, Jeff's food chub score rating as he picks apart every food and then every dish cooked and finds silly ways to shade them because, like, I don't know, they put a raisin in it and Jeff hates raisins. <laughs> Something stupid Mayonnaise. like that. Mayonnaise. I won't eat that. <laughs> oh, fucking gross. Yeah. it's com- Jeff is completely unpredictable on the way his food chub score is going to go, but it is a fucking delight. It's one of the most fun things to do as well. So check it out. I know. Out. I'm excited to get back to doing it. Me what too. I'm not excited for is a series that is void of drama. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll get some, some fireworks this season. Who knows? United uh, Taints of America. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, should we pick our... We, when okay, we record, Shady? should we... Yeah, I'm... Um, we should all as we pick our winners. Also, we should try and suss out who's going to be the Alejandro slash Tommy of the season. Yeah, who gets the Suba, of the finalist? Who gets the Suba prize? Yeah, <laughs> first one eliminated. 
They have one every even next level chef. They had that said a couple of just yeah dudes who stood no fucking chance. If it's a reality competition show, you need a Jar Jar Binks. Uh, but what I will say about the uh, about next level chef. Chris was the perfect villain for this season. He was such a douchebag. Oh, yeah. That guy sucked. And the fact that he was around for as long as he was, like, gave you somebody to hate all season long. He just kept saying, like, he doesn't know what he's going to do, but it's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It rarely ever was. (laughs) Um, And then, of course... The $10 tier, which has all the other shows, tons and tons of shit. So patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. If you wouldn't mind, please. And thank you. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin craft at shuddy boy. I'm at Jeffrey underscore Clark on Twitter. there. And at MSPH podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour um outkick bets with jeff clark if you want to get some betting advice check that podcast out um betting advice you need gonna head up the charles schwab challenge this week even though i'd stay away from my golf stuff but it's been it's been a dark season yeah hell 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 the salesman there jeff (laughs) well (laughs) i have um i have good rationale behind my bet so if you want to hear my process still you can get some value out of that yeah there you go all right everybody thank you so much for listening but until next time something actually i took a bath this year meow 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 i gotta get this divine person off my screen that's all i've been looking at for the last five minutes yeah, I've never seen any of the Divine movies, but I hear in one of them she eats like a a dog turd. Like a real life dog turd. You haven't seen Crybaby? No. With Isn't Johnny Depp a... and Ricky Lake? No, I, I want to see it. I just don't... I don't think I've ever... I just haven't gotten around to it or it's not streaming anywhere. She's mm. not in the trauma movies? No. I've only seen a couple trauma movies. I'm not I'm not as familiar with their filmography as Dominic is. <laughs> I can imagine Dom loves trauma. Oh yeah. He does. Shuddy, can you give me the dumb thing I've ever heard? Record permission. Permission. Ha ha ha. Thank you for the permission. Recording in progress. Save it for Patreon. Hum! Woo! Lemon face. Hmm! Lion face. Ha! Lemon face. Hmm! Lion face. Ha! Does that help with broadcasting? <laughs> no. That's what, like, um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck do and Jay and Silent Bob strike back when they're getting ready to shoot a scene for uh, Goodwill Hunting 2. <laughs> cuts to one of their other scene partners you just go like <laughs> I gotta give that a rewatch I love that movie 
Okay. Where Good Will Hunting? Are we? No, I actually just rewatched Bob. Good Will Hunting fairly recently. But Jay and Silent Bob. I need to rewatch that. How many how many Goodwill hunting dicks would you suck? I would say four. I think I gave that a four dicker. <laughs> I think I'd put that in the five dick tier. Guys, I we'll get to it in the main episode, but I'm going to say it right now that you need to cancel all other plans for this evening when we're done recording and make a beeline to your nearest movie theater to see Fast X. I can't mm. wait to unpack that statement. Yeah. Should I disappoint you now or on the main episode? You did you Jason see it? Momoa? I did not see it. Okay. Do you think Jason Momoa is going to win Best Supporting Actor? <laughs> he might win Best Lead Actor in a Lead Role. Wow. It's like uh, Anthony Hopkins in uh, Silence of the he's, Lambs. He's now going to end up on the same list as The Rock is with Vin Diesel after this. Can't wait to hear this review. I might go check out Fast 11 or 10, right? They're ending at 11. No, 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 no. It was announced just after, just before this released that Fast X is the first in the finale trilogy. So So I remember... There's two more. Shuddy, I remember them saying they were going to make one more movie and be done. So does that mean Fast X is a trilogy and then there's Fast 11 after it? Or it's ending with Fast X Part 3? It's probably going to go Fast X, Furious 11. I, I, I mean, it'll be the 12th one where they end, which is technically the 13th one, uh, if you're counting. Hobbs, Hobbs and, Shaw. and Shaw, yeah. Okay. Okay. Dude, Intro there, written. There might be a pretty sick... Uh... We're going to have a pretty sick movie summer. Yeah. Movie year. I'm excited. Some good shit on the horizon. I signed Draven up yesterday for the AMC A-list with how many movies are coming out because it's more cost effective. Yeah. I've had that for a while now and they're not bullshitting about those like $5 rewards building up quick. So like you can really, you know. For the free tickets you're you're not paying for, and all like the discounts you get on snacks and shit, pretty worth it for yeah. you know. Even though AMC is filled with garbage people, sometimes you got to um, make the fiscally like responsible choice. Technically, since I paid for his A list, it cost fifty four dollars to go to the movies yesterday. But actually, God at the movie theater, it. it was only thirty. No, because I was going to say it only cost thirty dollars for us to go to the movies yesterday. And both get nachos and a large soda. But then I remembered that I paid for his A-list yesterday. So it was technically 54. I got to get Carl to sign up for A-list so I can truly appreciate the savings. I'm trying to explain to Draven now that we're both on A-list. Now we can go see the movies that we're on the fence about. Yeah. Without without any guilt. Without any... And it kind of holds a fire under your ass to go see more movies so you get your money's worth. 
Yeah, I told him we have to go to at least to a month for it to be worth it. Oh, and he's committed to it, so. You and Draven really been broing down lately. Oh, oh my God. God. We've done more broing down in the last four months than probably the last 24 years of his life before that. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, I mean... Oh, oh. That's not a weird thing to say because he, you oh, know, there was parenting involved, not broing down, not hanging out. Like he's finally gotten me after 24 years, 20 years, let's say after 20 years, he's finally gotten me to sit down and watch Godzilla movies with him. Hmm. He's been he obsessed with that. Like he was obsessed with them when he was super little and I just could not do it. I was not mature enough. To even give them a chance. I was too close-minded. But now you can just call me Shudzilla. <laughs> Shudhira. We did, unfortunately... Uh, oh, yeah? Um, I'll pop off a piece we had of to put dick. the Kung Fu and the Godzilla movies on hold so we could get through all of the fast movies in two weeks. Man. Wait, Have he, you, you've seen them already, but he hasn't, right? Correct. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll, we should just unpack that in the main show then, right? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right, let me find the fucking theme song. There it is. Snoopy Poop Dog! That's not it, but I, I I still know where it is. Close enough. Yeah, okay. Recording. Yep, that's recording. Video, audio, all systems go. In Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour.